Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the sedimentary rock, limestone. Now, I don't know about you, but I love limestone. And while I have a tendency to hang around the igneous rock world more than the sedimentary rock world, I just fell in love with limestone caves as a kid. And I also really enjoyed doing field mapping when I was at university in limestone areas in Australia, like we Jasper, just out of the nation's capital of Canberra. And maybe I also fell in love with limestone because when limestone and igneous rocks end up touching each other, you get this really nice reaction taking place where some beautiful minerals are formed. But now I'm digressing. Let's get back to limestone itself. So limestone is a sedimentary rock and it's primarily composed of calcium carbonate. And it forms through the accumulation of marine organisms such as corals and shells, algae and other microscopic organisms. When that material gets compacted or what we call lithified in the geology world and becomes a rock, those rocks are limestones. The calcium carbonate comes because all of these living creatures that are in the seawater are pulling calcium carbonate out of the seawater to create their homes, their shells or their tests. Tests is a term that is used for the little homes that microscopic animals form for themselves. When the animal no longer exists, when it dies, those shells, those tests can either fall to the ocean floor or be incorporated into the ocean floor and if there's enough of them and they get lithified, we end up with a layer of limestone. We can, in some places where the water itself is so full of calcium carbonate, we can have precipitation of calcium carbonate. So rather than it being from marine organisms, the calcium carbonate precipitates out of the seawater to form a precipitate of calcium carbonate that can also form limestone. So because there's all these different ways that limestone forms from the material it forms from, whether what type of animal it was, for example, limestones can be divided up into different names. For example, we can have chalk, coquina, fossiliferous limestone, travertine, tufa, oolitic limestone and so on. So let's have a look at some of those and describe what they are and how they differ from each other. So chalk. I haven't really come across a lot of chalk in my fieldwork except when I go and visit the south coast of the United Kingdom. So the White Cliffs of Dover, for example, are made of chalk. Chalk is a soft white porous limestone and it's composed of microscopic shells of marine organisms called coccolithophores. It forms in deep, warm marine environments with very low nutrient levels. The limestone forms this soft material which in the olden days used to be mined and used as a writing material. It's very fine grained, fairly homogeneous, so the chalk that people used to use on blackboards 
when we were kids probably came from that process. Nowadays, of course, chalk is manufactured rather than mined. Coquina is a type of limestone that's formed from loosely consolidated fragments of shells. So you get this rock that is just so full of little shells, all like glued together, that it is incredibly porous. And you can see all of the different little shells within the material. These are normally fairly modern limestones, so they might actually be very recent in the last few hundred thousand years these might form so there are places for example on the west coast of western australia where you can find this material right at beach level closely related to that is the older fossiliferous limestone so these are limestones containing lots of abundant fossils these normally form from material that has formed around a, like a coral reef. So you can find corals and shells, both like bivalve shells, but coiled shells that we call gastropods. You can find these lots and lots of different varieties within the limestone itself. There's enough of the calcium carbonate from these materials for it to be a limestone because you can also find these shells in abundance in sandstone where the majority of the material is not calcium carbonate so it's not a limestone but enough of the calcium carbonate and we get a limestone chock-a-block full of fossils very cool the next limestone i want to talk about is travertine so travertine is a really bizarre variety of limestone and it forms around hot springs or sometimes in caves where the limestone has dissolved into water then precipitated out of that water to form a coating. So wherever there's like a hot spring where water is bubbling up at the earth's surface, it will dissolve any calcium carbonate, any a, a limestone that it passes through, then as the water reaches the surface and it cools down, the calcium carbonate is precipitated out to form these layers. What is kind of interesting is that you can go to some swimming pools that are um, fed by hot springs and the water lapping on the edge of the swimming pool will actually form travertine. You get layer upon layer of these pre precipitates of calcium carbonate forming and some swimming pools have to go around and actually chip it off because it coats all of the equipment that they use to like filter the water. Ancient travertines really stand out because they are banded. You can see bandings within the layers because if a layer is formed and then for example there's some sort of a wildfire or a bushfire and smoke has entered the uh, atmosphere the smoke or pollen even can get trapped in the layers between the next travertine layer that's deposited on top the final one i'm going to mention is oolitic limestone so oolitic limestones are made up of very small spherical grains called ooids they're the size of grains of sand or fish eggs like caviar. And in fact, that's where the name comes from. They are layers of calcium carbonate that have formed around some sort of a nucleus. It might be a sand grain or a little bit of shell that's been coated in precipitated calcium carbonate that's come from the surrounding ocean water. Because those waters are moving, the coating takes place as these little 
grains are rolled around so more coatings are placed on the material but because those little um, balls of calcium carbonate are being moved around by the currents or the waves they get coated evenly around them so you get this spherical appearance. Later on, when it becomes a hard rock, you look under a microscope, you can see all of these little balls of calcium carbonate. It's very unique and it can be made into some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful countertops, oolitic limestone. Now take any of these limestones, put them under great temperature and great heat and they will metamorphose into the rock type that is marble. Now I've missed a whole pile of other types of limestones like dolomitic limestone and lithographic limestone, but you get the picture. Limestones come in many, many different forms and their features and structures can tell us a little bit about the environment in which they formed. But that's it for this episode on limestones. But if you're interested to learn more about earth science, come and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C.com. But for now, keep on rocking. <laughs>